Moncrief on News Talk. Uh, now, it seems as if you can get dermal filler treatment done just about anywhere. And that's because you can get it done just about anywhere. The treatments and the drugs used are completely unregulated and the procedure is hardly risk-free. Patricia Malloy is a nurse and founder of the Derma Clinic in Monkstown. Patricia, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Sean. Uh, generally speaking, now, what kind of drugs are injected for, for uh, lip fillers and derma fillers in general? It's generally hyaluronic acid, and that's a very natural substance. We have it in our own body, but um, this is a synthetic form of it that is made in a, in a, in a pharmacy. Um, and normally there's lidocaine added to it as well to make it more comfortable for the patient. So, um, yeah, it takes a lot of knowledge, training um, and skill to be able to do this in a safe in a safe way because our faces are full of vessels, arteries and veins. And um, my concern is that this is totally unregulated. I have been in this area of medicine for 24 years now. And, you know, we continuously ask the Department of Health to regulate this area because it is so dangerous. Yeah. And and so uh, also perhaps, and, you know, people are just going to jump to that. Oh, well, they're doing it cheaper than you are. But if someone is doing it for a suspiciously cheap price, there might be something suspicious about that. Absolutely. Because, you know, I have seen some ads on social media where um, people are doing it very, very cheap. I can't even buy the filler in for the price they're actually doing it. So my concern is, what are they injecting and where are they getting it from? Because any of the reputable uh, pharma groups that make these um, hyaluronic acid fillers won't supply it to anybody unless they have a medical background, be a nurse, a doctor or a dentist. Yeah. So it's it's really concerning. It's, you know, who are, what are they using? And also, you know, if the filler goes into one of the vessels, it can cause a lot of damage. Um, I'm a trainer for, for some of the companies as well. And, you know, we're all the time upskilling, ensuring that we're, you know, that we're, we're injecting as safe as possible. We're now using ultrasound to check where the vessels are as we inject. And really, unless you are, trained um, in, in medicine or nursing or dentistry, you, you just don't have those skills. And if a, if a dermal filler goes into a vessel, it can block it and block the blood supply to the skin. Skin can die off and um, then you're really in serious trouble. Mm. Now, so in terms of training for these kind of procedures, would it be your argument, Patricia, that you need actually medical training or there's some specific course one should do? No, you need medical training. You need medical training to be able to deal with any of the complications that occur as well. And you also need medical training to be able to assess patients when they come in. You know, there's also body dysmorphia out there. So we have to be, you know, we spend a lot of time doing consultations and we always do the consultation totally separate to the treatment so that you just can't walk in and get the treatment. You have to have a full consultation first. Then a cooling off period, time to think about it to ensure that you really want to have this done and that you fully understand what you're having done. Yeah. Uh, and so I suppose, yeah, you might necessarily get that if you go to, well, I don't know, I don't want to say anything bad about tattoo parlours, but, you know, that mightn't be their area of expertise. Uh, yeah, and I mean, this is what's happening and that's what, what concerns me, um, you know, that, that people are having it done in their house while even maybe having some drinks, alcohol drinks, which further can cause problems because that causes vasodilation and you'll get more bruising, etc. and other complications. 
but also that they're not they're having a medical procedure while under the influence, which is never a good idea. Um, but you know, it it's it needs to be regulated, and it can be quite simply done. You know, if medical clinics were licensed to do this, then that would the public would know that they should only go to a licensed clinic to have this done. Um, and, and that's, you know, it's all about patient safety because at the end of the day, the public aren't fully aware of the dangers associated with this if it's done in a way that isn't, um, that isn't safe. Yeah. Why isn't it regulated? It sounds like I mean, it's a procedure that involves using, you know, n- needles and injecting things into people. That's... Mm-hmm. One would have yeah. thought that, 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 that a, a no-brainer that it should be regulated to some degree. Absolutely, and it's very hard to understand why it hasn't been re- regulated. It is regulated in most countries in Europe. Um, the UK is in kind of the same situation that we're in. Um, it's, it's not regulated. And the frightening thing is that you could tomorrow or today go online, order dermal fillers, they'll be delivered to you, and you can start injecting straight away. Yeah. And as I understand, there are courses, you know, advertised where you can learn to do this in a day. Yeah, which is which, again, is frankly, I know the amount of training I have to do and the continuous upskilling that I do all the time, doing um, at least three or four upskilling courses a year. Um, and, and like every time I stand in front of a patient with a needle in my hand, I am assessing that patient, making sure that I'm going to do everything as safe as possible to keep that patient safe. But if you don't have the proper training, there's no way you know how to do that with a one day or a half day course. Mm. You just can't. Now, and apart from the risk of just making a hames of it and, and, and you know, say having lips that are different sizes and uh, and that kind of thing. Could, like there is a danger, uh, however remote perhaps, but the, the, is there a danger of doing permanent damage? There is, because we have very large blood vessels, particularly in our lips. And if the filler goes into that um, artery, it can travel up through the face into the back of the eye. And there have been cases of blindness throughout the world um, from dermal fillers. So, you know... Really, it's, it's, people need to be aware that um, these sort of things can happen. And if you don't know your anatomy and if you're not using a needle in a, in a, in a safe way with possibly ultrasound as well to ensure that the needle isn't anywhere near the artery, well, you know, you're just asking for trouble. And, and unfortunately, you know, I understand it's not a, it's not a, a treat treatment, but it's there's no such thing as cheap dermal fillers because if they are cheap, there's something wrong. Yeah, uh, so far this year, apparently there's been 52 complaints have been lodged uh, about mm-hmm. in the Republic of Ireland. Those 44 related to dermal fillers and, and three uh, were about Botox. Uh, as far as you know, have approaches been made uh, um, uh, to the minister to to try and bring about some regulation? Absolutely. I mean, as I said, uh, I've been writing to every department, uh, Minister of Health for the last 24 years, but we have formed um, a self-regulation for nurses, uh, Danny, which we work to very, very strict protocols. And Danny, have, um, we have continuously asked for reg- regulation because we're all nurses. We're registered with the NMBI. We work to strict, strict protocols um, and code of practice. But, you know, that's what we are happy to do and want to do because we are registered nurses. But something has to happen to stop non-medical people doing dermal fillers because I don't think even they understand that how dangerous it can be. Um, and and that's the frightening part of it as well because if they did understand how dangerous it would be, 
I can't understand how they would lift a needle into their hand and start injecting it into somebody's face. Patricia, thanks a million for speaking with us today. That was Patricia Malloy there, a nurse and founder of the Derma Clinic in Monkstown in Dublin. Moncrief, weekdays at 2 p.m. on News Talk.